Good evening, children. It's Granny Macduff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a cat and a mouse. They had made each other's acquaintance and got along so well that from that day on, they were great friends. They soon decided it would be best if they kept house together. And so they did. It was quite lovely. When winter was imminent, the cat said to the mouse, We should make provisions or else what will we have to eat? A fine idea, the mouse replied. I quite prefer to stay inside when it's cold out. My poor tail will freeze. Not only that, but you could fall prey to a trap. And we can't have that, said the cat. Oh dear, I didn't think of that. But yes, it's true. Let us find proper provisions and we shall hibernate here together for winter, said the mouse. So, they bought a huge pot of fat. This will keep us nice and plump through winter, but it's too big to fit in our house, said the mouse. Quite right. Let's store it in the well. It's dried up and we can lure it down in the bucket. Then, when we need some, we can scoop it out and take it back here. A grand plan, said the mouse. No one would think to look for food at the bottom of that old well and this pot's big enough to last us almost till summer. So, they placed the pot of fat inside the old well's bucket which was quite large and could hold quite a bit of water and lowered it down. Now that's done. It'll be there when winter starts and we'll have it little by little, said the cat. Yes, indeed, dear friend, the mouse replied. But it was not long before the cat began to yearn for a bit of the lard. She soon could not think of anything else. So, the cat said to the mouse, Dear mouse, I have news. My cousin has had a little son, a brown and white kitten, and I am to be godmother. Let me visit them and you stay here. I shall return before sundown. Oh, how lovely, the mouse replied. Go and visit them, but if you find a bit of delicious food, bring some back here for your old friend. But none of this was true, for the cat did not have a cousin and therefore was not asked to be anyone's godmother. The cat went straight to the well, pulled the bucket of fat up and began to lick. She licked the top of the fat off and then lowered the bucket back down. Into town she went. She walked on roofs, peeked into the fish shop and then stretched herself out in the sun. It was still fall and a lovely day it was. The cat licked her lips and thought again of the pot of fat. Delicious, she thought. When she returned home in the evening, the mouse was delighted to see her. How was it then? he asked. Just lovely, 
the cat replied. What did they name the kitten? The mouse asked. Top off, said the cat. The mouse was surprised. Top off? What old name? Quite uncommon, I'd say. Is it a usual one in your family? What does it matter? The cat replied. It's certainly better than crumb stealer. I'm sure your godchildren are called. No, they're called Billy and Beth, replied the mouse. The cat shrugged, stretched out, and went right to sleep. And so life resumed as normal. But before long, she was hit with another fit of yearning for the lard. Mouse, I'm again asked to be godmother. The kitten has one blue eye and one green. I cannot refuse. So please keep house today and let me go out to see the little one. Ah, you must go, my dear friend," said the mouse. "Remember, if you find a bit of delicious food, bring some back here for your old friend." But again, none of this was true. The cat was not asked to be anyone's godmother. She went straight to the well, pulled the bucket of fat up, and got right to licking. Hmm, nothing ever tastes so good as what one keeps to oneself. She thought. She did not stop until she had eaten half the pot of fat, and then lowered the bucket back down. And into town she went. She strolled on roofs. Peeked into the meat shop, and then stretched herself out in the sun. It was late fall, and a lovely day it was. The cat licked her lips and thought again of the pot of fat.、Mm, delightful, she thought. When she arrived home in the evening, the mouse wanted all the news. How was it then? He asked. Very nice," the cat replied. "And what did they name the little kitten?" the mouse asked. "Half done," said the cat. The mouse could not believe it. "Half done? What on earth? I've never heard such a name in all my life. I wager it's never been used before." The cat said nothing, and went right to sleep. And once again. Life resumed as normal, but not for long, for she began to crave another bit of the lard, and soon it was all she could think of. Mouse, you must do me a favor once more. I beg you. Anything, friend? I suppose all good things go in threes, she said. Stay here and keep house today. I am again asked to be godmother. The kitten is pitch black with four perfectly matched white paws. So rare a colouring, I cannot refuse. So please let me go out to see the little one. Go and see the little one, and let us see what they call him. Top off, half done. <laughs> These names make me quite thoughtful. How odd they are!
said the mouse. So out went the cat. And while she was out, the mouse cleaned the house until it was spotless. The cat, on the other hand, was not generous at all. She greedily ate the rest of the fat out of the pot until there was not a morsel left to lick. Decadent, she thought. And when she had finished, she said to herself, When everything is gone, one can finally have some peace. Straight into town and up to the rooftop she went, then to the cheese shop and finally to the town square where she stretched herself out in the sun by the fountain. She did not return home until night and the mouse was waiting. Well then, tell me, what did they name the little kitten this time? He asked. It will not please you. He is called All Gone, said the cat. I do not believe it. All gone? Now I suspect something is amiss. What can that name mean? This time the mouse was first to curl up and go to sleep. The cat was not invited to be godmother again and so she stayed with the mouse and they kept house. When winter arrived and there was no food left to be found outside, the mouse said to the cat, Let us go and fetch our pot of fat in the well. The cat knew this moment would arrive, but had no plan beyond that. So she said, Yes, let us go. They went to the well and pulled the bucket up. Empty! cried the mouse. Now I see what has been going on. A true friend you are. You have eaten our lard while all the while letting me believe you were standing godmother. First top off, then half done, then... Hold your tongue, mouse, or I'll eat you too, cried the cat. But it was already on the tip of his tongue. All done, said the mouse. But all done it is not. There is a morsel left. Where? asked the cat. There, in the bottom of the bucket, the mouse told her. And when the cat climbed in to check, the mouse lowered the bucket down into the well and ran all the way home. And he kept the door locked in case the cat ever came back. The end. Close our eyes so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>